Hello, everybody. This is your official Talks at the Cross, the official podcast of the Cross Point Church. Very happy to be able to uh, be here today and to be talking a very important topic we'll be touching today. We want to ask you all to continue to like and share our videos and make sure that you share with uh, other Christians, other believers, other family uh, friends and family members. Uh, we are encouraging you that uh, our goal is to be able to be a blessing and a help to all those that might be in need and would like to receive a, a new uh, touch from God and strength to be able to continue. Today we have a very important topic that for many, many Christians has been a controversial subject. Uh, some Christians have avoided it totally. Uh, some uh, people have created their own uh, dogmas and their own ideas. But today's topic is a very profound uh, topic you will be discussing in an introductory level. Uh, I want you all to open up your hearts and let the Word of God uh, speak to you. I believe that this episode is going to be a blessing to many that uh, are dealing with things in their life and maybe they don't know the source, they don't know how to overcome it. So today, our topic is spiritual warfare. Once again, like I said at the beginning in our introduction, spiritual warfare is a topic that many Christians have uh, avoided, have tried to opt out of discussing it. It's good to talk about God's love, God's power, God's joy, about jumping, about shouting, about praising God, and all that is wonderful and marvelous. But uh, what happens when all that is done and uh, we have to deal with our, our daily uh, struggles, our daily battles, that sometimes we don't even know how they they come up. They, they come up and they surprise us. And many uh, Christians don't know the source, don't know why they're dealing with certain issues. And today I would like biblically uh, to be able to give you a, a glimpse, a bird's eye view of some demonology and some angelology. And so you can also see that biblically, we do have a doctrine in the Bible that teaches us. And spiritual warfare, it is a real, a real, and it is a real thing as anything else that a Christian believes in. And one of the things that so many Christians have tried to avoid is by uh, becoming uh, very, how can I say, uh, vague about approaching this topic or trying to downplay it by saying, uh, it doesn't exist or I'm not dealing with it. Uh, it's not me. It's not for me. And, and sometimes even some people say those who talk about uh, spiritual warfare or fanatics or, uh, are, you know, just trying to put fear. But, you know, today uh, we want to talk a little bit about what is spiritual warfare? Where does it come? What is the source? How to deal with it? And like I said at the beginning, I believe that every Christian and every human it deals with spiritual warfare. And one of the greatest things is that when we uh, start to get knowledge that we are body, soul, and spirit, we realize that uh, God has made us very complex and there is a spirit world. I think that is a proven fact. It's not. There's no question about it. But when we talk about spiritual warfare, for some people it becomes uh, the occult. It becomes dark. It becomes black. And a lot of people don't want to talk about it, don't want to deal with it. Uh, I call this the ostrich syndrome, where they put their head, as the ostrich does, in the sand. And uh, they don't want to deal with it. They don't want to talk about it. Uh, they prefer, like I say, to talk about other more marvelous and glorious things. But if we see 
uh, the majority, 90% of all the epistles and the gospels, we see it present there. We see demonology present. We see spiritual warfare. We see Jesus Christ uh, healing the sick, casting out devils. We see his apostles. We see the Apostle Paul and all the rest of the apostles uh, founding and planting churches and discussing this very profound topic. Uh, my question is, uh, we try to avoid it, and sometimes that's what the enemy wants. And the media, uh, society has created us, has tried to desynthesize us of dealing with spiritual warfare. Uh, they have even made movies, they have made cartoons about it, uh, they have downplayed it, they have tried to uh, make it sound like uh, it does not exist, that is a, a, a make-believe it is a cartoon, and sometimes, believe it or not, some people have even gone to the extreme of, of saying that it is not a true uh, topic to discuss. And believe it or not, that's what the enemy wants, and that's how the enemy takes advantage of so many, many Christians. And, and sometimes uh, they are dealing with situations, they don't know the source, and sometimes uh, they deal with this on a very uh, different level. I, I believe that there's... Um, very different levels of spiritual warfare. Uh, in my 30 years of ministry and more, almost going on 40 years of ministry uh, throughout the world in many countries and, and many uh, places uh, and being able to minister and to pray and to teach and, and to plant churches and to also uh, you know research and discuss and receive uh, God's revelation. I've learned that, that so many uh, people have built a, a wrong concept, a wrong doctrine. And I would dare to say they've uh, been uh, deceived to believe that they don't have to talk about this, they don't have to deal with it, and uh, they kind of avoid the issue, they uh, sugarcoat it, uh, they don't want to uh, go raw into the subject. But the spiritual warfare, does, does it really exists. Does the Bible really give us a foundation about this? Does uh, the Bible give us uh, scriptures? Does it give us verses? Uh, do we have enough Bible foundation to establish that physical uh, and spiritual warfare does exist? And that we are, are attacked body, soul, and spirit. Uh, Apostle Paul put it in a very uh, spiritual way when he said that God may sanctify our body, soul, and spirit, receiving uh, that revelation that our battle is not against flesh and blood, as Ephesians 6, 10, uh, where he, uh, Paul was telling to the Ephesian church, uh, be strong in the Lord and, and be ready, put on the full armor of God, because we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. And it, it starts to uh, go into the spiritual realm uh, the different hierarchy, the militant hierarchy of the spiritual uh, world, of uh, the dark world, the, the kingdom of darkness, these principalities, these powers, these evil spirits that we have to fight against, that we have a battle against. And, and you know, it is so, so very important, my brother and my sister, that you understand that God has given us the victory. He has given us weapons to be able to destroy. When anytime there's war, uh, it's going to be a clash of two powers. And these two powers both have their own weapons and they attack each other uh, to try to gain territory. But I, I have some good news today. The Bible gives us enough biblical knowledge to uh, teach us that Christ has given us power to overcome uh, the, the spiritual 
powers that come against us. Now, naturally, anytime there's a battle, there's going to be uh, oppression, there's going to be possession, there's going to be attacks. And, and this is where we, we need to understand that. And today, like I say, with the help of the Lord, I want to go uh, into uh, a few, like I say, uh, introductory episode of spiritual warfare, how to deal with it, what it is. And in, in a few short words, spiritual warfare is what every Christian, every human being deals with of uh, these spirits that attack us, these the spirits that come into our minds and sometimes possess bodies and, and try to make us do evil. And we have so much proof in the psychological world, in the medical realm, that has proven that there are cases where we have seen that it has been uh, something uh, supernatural that has possessed somebody to do some evil crimes, uh, evil actions, evil thoughts, and, and we all deal with that. Now, the, the problem now is how do we analyze that? What does the Bible tell us to do with it? How, how can a Christian be victorious if he doesn't know who he's fighting with? How can a Christian uh, be able to understand what it is to be in spiritual warfare and what it is to be able to deal with these uh, attacks that daily might come? And, and some people are, are on a constant, you know, I, I, I pray for people that are attacked in their sleep. I, I pray for people that are attacked in their work and their jobs and uh, in the car. I mean, the enemy can show up anywhere. But I thank God that God is also available and ready to help us. I'm going to read a few verses in the Bible to establish that we have the authority and we have the power in this spiritual warfare, these spiritual attacks and the spiritual battle that we have. And one of my favorite verses is where we find it in Mark uh, chapter 16, verse 15 to 18, where he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. And notice in the first thing, uh, or one of the signs that follow those who believe in the name of Jesus Christ, it says, in my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it would by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Praise God. This is a great and powerful verse that gives us a lot of insight of the authority that God has given the believer. In my name, we have authority to cast out these demons, these spiritual uh, evil spirits that come against our mind, body, and soul, our spirit to try to make us suffer. Uh, these evil spirits, in my experience, like I say, almost 40 years in the ministry, I have seen that these uh, spirits are sensual, sadistic spirits. They enjoy inflicting pain, causing pain, and that is their main goal. But we have the authority, as we have read here in Mark 16, 15, and 18. I want to read another verse that I, I really uh, believe that confirms what I said a few minutes ago about uh, we see it in the Gospels, we see uh, uh, that Jesus Christ himself uh, casted out devils and uh, preached deliverance. Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me 
because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and to recover the sight to the blind. And I like this part where it says, and to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. That's found in Luke chapter 4, verse 4 through 18. So we see here the, the prophetic uh, uh, prophecy of how Jesus had said that God had, had given him this anointing. And that same anointing has come upon every believer that has believed and accepted Christ. So we see that we have this authority to be able to uh, set free those who are oppressed. And like I said, I, I want to throw out some terms there. There is such thing as a, a battle of oppression and a battle of possession. And, and, of, and, and these uh, two attacks uh, also produce what we call psychological influences of depression, you know, and neurotic and psychotic uh, sicknesses and mental health issues because the enemy uh, uses those uh, doors to be able to enter and to oppress. But God has given us the authority to set them free and to be able to give liberty to those who are oppressed. I, I, I really like this great commission that God gives his apostles when he tells them in Luke 10, uh, 19, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all power of the enemy, of the enemy, and nothing by any means hurts you. So this is the great authority that Christ has given us. So no matter how deep, how profound our spiritual battles can be, we have enough Bible that gives us enough weapons to be able to uh, uh, submit ourselves to God. And, and as uh, Paul writes, uh, resist the devil and he will flee from us. So my brothers and my sisters, spiritual warfare is, is biblical. Paul preached about it. Paul wrote about it. Jesus Christ himself uh, uh, practiced it, teach, taught it, and expressed it. And one of the other verses I like is found also in Luke chapter 9, verse 1, where he called his 12 disciples together. And I like this. He gave them power and authority over all demons. Notice that, all demons. And to cure diseases. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. And you know, it is so powerful when you understand the authority that God has given us over demons and to heal the sick and to uh, preach uh, the kingdom of God. And, and when I talk about the spiritual warfare, we have to understand that we have in, uh, the word of God. Uh, we have it on our side when we accept Christ. It's one of the powerful weapons that we have. And believe it or not, some people that have tried to avoid this, uh, we can see that Jesus himself had to deal with it. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was tempted. And once again, uh, the number 40 in numerology, that would be another study I would like to teach you uh, on the numbers also have a significant biblical and uh, meaning in the Bible. 40 is the number of trial. Uh, 40 days it rained. Uh, it, uh, people of God were in the desert 40 years. Here, Christ uh, fasted 40 days and he was tempted. He was tempted. That's spiritual warfare. And, and one of the greatest weapons that we see Christ, Jesus Christ using, was when he told the enemy straight to his face 
This is Lucifer. Uh, he went and told them, it is written. So where, there we go again. The power of the written word of God and the spoken word of God has so much power that the enemy itself, as we see, knows the word, but they have not received the authority that Christ has given every believer. I'm going to go and read verse number five. I'm giving you four. This is number five. And he called a twelve to him and he began to send them out two by two and gave them power over unclean spirits. And they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. You know, once so many people don't believe in divine healing, don't believe that God can still heal. That is a shame to limit God only to one era, to one dispensation. I thank God that God, Jesus Christ, is the same today and forever. So my brothers, we're talking about spiritual warfare. We have weapons, we have verses that give us authority to be know how to deal with these uh, attacks that come to our mind, our heart, and, and don't ever think that you are defeated. That's what the devil wants you to think, the enemy wants you to think, that there's no hope, there's no way that you have a way out. And sometimes, you know, the devil will corner you up by thoughts, uh, by desires, by uh, things that you just don't understand that you're dealing with. But I have some good news. And at the end of this short podcast, I will be saying a prayer of deliverance, of liberation. I believe that there's power in the name of Jesus. I still believe that these verses are active and powerful. I believe Jesus Christ is the same today and forever. Verse number six, we see it in Matthew 10, 1. And when he has called his 12 disciples, he gave them power over clean, unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of diseases. Mark 10, 1. That's verse number six. And I'm going to give you seven today, but I believe that uh, the number seven, the number, the perfect number of God, where it says, but go rather into the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick and cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Oh my God, that's found in Matthew 10, 6, 8. What a powerful verse. And you know, that goes, uh, there's a lot of meat here to shoot. We don't have the time to spend, uh, but there'll be other episodes where we'll go a little uh, more profound. And at the same time, we'll, we'll, we'll be letting you know, uh, we're going to be offering uh, some more uh, episodes to those who really are interested in, in growing in the knowledge of the Word of God. You know, we see here, uh, and a lot of people don't understand that here Jesus Christ is sending his disciples uh, to, to preach the kingdom, to preach, to establish the kingdom of God. And, and we see him giving them this authority, this commandment. And that authority, that same commandment uh, is given to us as Christians. And we have so much to be thankful that when we understand these scriptures, we can also uh, understand spiritual warfare. Now, now that we established with these seven verses that Jesus Christ himself in the gospels established that he had given authority uh, to, to fight, to win, to be more than conquerors, to be able to not let the enemy deceive us to think that we are defeated. We are not defeated. Brothers and sisters, we have the authority to overcome evil.
We have the authority to resist the enemy and he will fully resist the devil. But we have to understand that we must submit ourselves to God. And it's only through God's authority, God's anointing, God's power. Don't you ever underestimate. So many people have made the mistake to think that they don't need God to deal with the spiritual warfare. Without God, it is a lost battle. But with God's side, with God on your side, you are more than victorious. You are more than conqueror. But you understand, need to understand. Now, I want to talk a little bit about these different levels of spiritual warfare. We have a level that I call it a, the personal level, where it's your personal uh, battle. Uh, everybody has uh, an area where the an enemy will attack, uh, whether it be uh, through sickness, whether it be uh, through thoughts, the thought process, the mind. This is what uh, Paul teaches, uh, the renewing of the mind, because the devil's uh, a workshop, the devil's attack, uh, main attack is to attack you in your mind, to make you think, uh, and to make you think that uh, there's no hope for you. And he works, he knows how to attack at the right time, at the right place. You ever notice that, and we say it uh, sometimes, there's sayings, when it rains, it pours. And there's accumulation sometimes. The devil is an expert of uh, what we call a spiritual attack of a multiplication. It's attack after attack, attack after attack to try to wear you down to a point where you you, you need to wait, uh, get new strength, get back up, bring those strongholds down and understand that it's the enemy trying to defeat you. You have uh, so many promises that God has made us uh, through his word and we have to grab onto those promises to be able to deal with this, uh, what I call this multiplication of attacks. And, and it's at a personal level, uh, where whether it be through sickness, whether it be through uh, a psychological mental health attack, where it might be, uh, you know, uh, self, uh, self attacks by, uh, you know, uh, psychological issues that you deal with, uh, you know, the spirit of inferiority, uh, you know, superiority. Uh, believe it or not, even a low self-esteem where the devil makes you feel uh, to hate yourself, uh, not to like the way you look, and, and he attacks you. And, and, and it's a multiplication. Uh, he will, uh, you know, look at your hair, look at your body, look at your eyes. And, and, and sometimes the devil works, like I said, in a multiplication. And then he will use his uh, workers and he, he will uh, have people and it's a multiplication. It starts to uh, make you wear you down to a point where you deal with it at a personal level. But the same spiritual battle that you have at a personal level, you will deal with it also at a family level. The enemy will attack your family, will attack your children. And, and, and let me uh, establish something very, uh, right off the bat. The devil uh, knows, he, he stalks us, he uses his evil spirits, his demons to stalk us, uh, and he just, he's not uh, ignorant. Uh, the Bible taught, taught us that we should not be ignorant of his devices, his strategies. And then we go to the Greek, you will see that that's what Paul is talking about. The, the, the diabolic strategies of the enemy. Uh, he knows where, when, and how to, to uh, stalk us, to read us, to study us. As a hunter studies his prey to shoot him, as the deer hunter uh, learns uh, what, how the deer thinks, how the deer acts, how he smells. That's the same way the enemy, he will see you. 
he will track you you know talk about tracking uh, talk about following you it's just like uh he will see where he can attack you where he can ambush you oh but i got some good news there's still power in the name of jesus there's still power in the blood of jesus there's still deliverance in the name of jesus and don't ever let the enemy uh, at a personal level at that attack to make you feel that you are defeated there's no hope there's always hope for you in jesus christ I don't care how far, how deep you've gone, there's still power. The hand of God can reach at whatever level you might find yourself. And I'm talking to somebody. I feel the Holy Spirit speaking to somebody that feels that he's at its, uh, the end of his life. And it's, there's a suicidal spirit. There's an attack upon your mind. Uh, you can't sleep at night. You think it's insomnia, but you take medication that does not help you. You wake up and you you feel that there's something missing in your life. I have some good news for you today. This spiritual warfare can be, you can be a winner over your battles. In the name of Jesus Christ, there is power in the blood of Jesus. And God's grace is so powerful. We gave a short introductory in one of our episodes. And you can go back and listen to it. God's grace, we talked about God's love, is so profound, so great, that no matter what point in your life, there's still hope. This is why spiritual warfare, the enemy wants you to think that he's already won the battle. Oh, don't be surprised. Uh, some of our battles leave scars. Some of our battles wound us. But let me tell you, God's power, God's holy power, God's Holy Spirit, God's blood will heal us, will make us new again, will create, give us a spirit of self-control not a spirit of fear that's another strategy uh, the a strategy of fear we talked about the strategy of multiplication of attacks now i want to mention a little bit the strategy of fear when when people have fear i'm going to fail i can't do this i can't do that you live a life of fear oh but i thank god the word of god says that god's perfect love casteth out fear god has not given us a spirit of fear so my brother my friend that are listening to this episode let me tell you one thing if the devil has attacked you with a battle of fear fear of overcoming fear of failing a fear of coming back to god to restoring your faith in god today there's victory for you in jesus name oh i i feel uh very very thankful to god because the Bible tells us, for the purpose of the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. That's found in 1 John 1, 9. And I want to tell you, with all due respect, we do need to let the word of God become real in our lives. These are our weapons. You can't listen to, to the right. You can't listen to the left. Uh, there's so much uh, people, uh, influences that tell you, do this, do that. Uh, you know, we, we, there's so many trends, so many things. Uh, everybody, you know, social media, um, you know, these uh, Facebook accounts, these, these uh, uh, YouTube, uh, everybody's saying something, saying something. But what does God say? What does God want us to do when we deal with this uh, spirit of fear? Uh, and so much uh, children, so many wives, so many mothers, uh, they're, they're, they're living a, a life of fear that their children are not going to succeed. Uh, there's uh, the spirit of 
that the children are going to be defeated uh, and, and there's these uh, spirits that attack the, the heart, the mind and create an atmosphere of fear. But let me tell you, when you understand that this is just an attack, a battle of spiritual warfare and that you have received through God, through his word, authority to overcome this, to defeat, to uh, deliver uh, uh, those who might be oppressed by these things. Oh, my friend, my brother, I get excited and I get excited because I know that there's power in the name of Jesus. I know that there's power. I've seen it many times in many places of the world. God has granted me to minister in many continents of this world and many countries. I, I just uh, I recall uh, so many blessings that God has given me. And I'm so thankful and privileged that God has given me this great opportunity to minister in, in missionary fields in Africa, in South America, in Central America, in the Caribbean, the Dominican Republic. And believe me or not, the devil is the same devil anywhere you go. He might change uh, his way of talking. He might change, but his demons are everywhere you go. So this is very important that we understand that this spiritual warfare we have read, we have established that for we, all Christians, all believers, and I dare to say that all humans deal with spiritual warfare. So it is real. It exists. I mentioned the uh, strategy of multiplication. I mentioned the strategy of fear. Now, let me uh, go one step further, and I'm coming to a conclusion. I, I don't want to, I know this is a profound subject, but I want to give an opportunity for it to sink in. Some of the scriptures I read are powerful because they give us authority to be uh, able to understand spiritual warfare and to deal with it, not what others have told us to deal with this. I've heard people to say, you gotta, uh, you know, drink this or drink that or or put a Bible or, or put oil and, uh, you know, do this and there's uh, seances and, and sing this song. And, and, you know, there's so much things. That, what does the Bible says? When you are sure and you have the knowledge of his devices, you know there's power in the name of Jesus. You know that you have received authority to resist the devil and he will flee from you. You understand this. The word of God is there. It's written. And you can answer when these attacks come your way. You have this authority to be able to resist. Even uh, uh, the spirits that sometimes tell you it's time to give up. You know, take your life. That is not from God. There's nowhere in the Bible that God honors you to take your own life. And you, you know, have demons that will torment you and tell you a suicidal spirit over uh, young kids and, and older kids and, and everybody. Now with this pandemic that we're experiencing, so many people have gone into a neurotic state of mind where uh, they're neurosis and they go into depression and they start to feel that they can't deal with life anymore. And, you know, uh, some people tell you put a mask, other people tell you to take it off, others tell you that COVID is a hoax, others will tell you that it's a conspiracy, others will tell you uh, take the vaccine, other words say don't take it, others will try to convince you that it's not real. But let me tell you one, no matter what the act is, we know that it is sponsored by spiritual warfare, but God has given us a, a spirit and wisdom, a revelation. And we're not, we're totally 100% understand that God has given wisdom and intelligence to the medical doctors. And we should uh, follow the rules because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he has given us also wisdom and knowledge 
so so many people have made the mistake to try to say, well, I'm not going to take the vaccine. And, you know, you have these uh, people that are, are fanatics and they say, well, you know, I'm not going to do it. And they get sick and die. And then uh, they get to heaven and then God will tell them, I provided that vaccine, but you didn't want to take it. Like that old story about the man that was uh, on top of his roof waiting for God to rescue him. The firemen came. They said, no, I'm waiting for God. A helicopter came and uh, he said, I'm waiting for God. And finally, he, get, he dies. He drowns in the flood. He gets to heaven. He complains to God. He said, why didn't you save me? He said, dummy, I sent you the fire department. I sent you the helicopter and you didn't want to obey. Praise God. That's for somebody that's been trying to uh, avoid and trying to hide behind. You know, let's be real. God is with us. God has given us wisdom. His grace, his love is real, my friend. But spiritual warfare is real also. It is so real that I want you to understand that this is why. And today I'm running out of time already because I'm just scratching the surface today. I want you to get a, a glimpse that you are dealing with it. I am dealing with it. Every single human, every single Christian has to deal with it. But we have to be overcomers. We have to be more than conquerors. We have to live a victorious Christian walk. Our Christian walk has to be, it's not in the world we're going to have affliction. We're going to have battles. God didn't say we're going to have But he said that he would be with us. When the storms come, he's going to be there to help you. So it takes faith to be able to grab onto the word of God and use it as a weapon to be able to resist when the enemy attacks you and makes you feel that there's no way you can make it. I mentioned a few of the different areas and I talked about personal today and the, my next episode that I talked about spiritual warfare, I will go a little bit deeper into the family dysfunctional attacks, how the enemy has uh, destroyed many marriages, many families by depositing uh, envy, jealousy, uh, even fanatical spirit, legalistic spirits, uh, religious spirits, uh, they do exist. Jesus himself rebuked the Pharisees. Why? And they were the most religious people at that time. They're in this time and age, my friend, there's still people think that they're holier than thou, that they are so holy that even uh, uh, other people can never go to the level they're at. God have mercy on us and mercy on them because it's only by God's grace and love that we are still here and we are not consumed. The Bible tells us that our righteousness is like filthy rags. If it wasn't for God's grace and God's love, we, none, nobody would be saved for all his sin to come short of the glory of God. Oh, but thank God that God has provided his Savior. So today, before I close, as promised, I want to say a prayer of deliverance. I know somebody's dealing with spiritual warfare. If you're not, I am. But I thank God that no matter how hard it gets, I always go back to my weapons, to my sword of the spirit. And I go grab onto that sword, which is the word of God. And I say, God, your word says it. And I regroup. And when it's multiplication, when it's fear, uh, even when there's other uh, attacks, and I'll talk about that, how the enemy will attack you in, in your pride. He will attack you and try to make you, even in your faith, he will shake your foundation. And see, and we see it, that Jesus told Peter, hey, the devil was asked to shake you as weak, but I have prayed for you that your faith fail you not. 
Praise God. I know somebody needs prayer today. I need prayer. But I want to pray for somebody that's listening to this podcast. They might be struggling with spiritual warfare. It might be uh, fear. It might be uh, you know, something that you're dealing with. Um, you're sad. You're depressed. Uh, you, you might be worried about something. Uh, sometimes worry is an attacker that comes uh, it, it comes in a package. And it will make you worry. It will produce anxiety. And anxiety will produce uh, depression. And then depression will uh, send you into a state of uh, even physical and mental health uh, sicknesses. And this is why it's so important to understand this, the world of the spiritual realm so you could be able to resist the devil and he can flee. So as we have been hearing, I want to thank all of you who have taken the time to listen. And as promised at the beginning of our podcast, I, I do want you to take these verses, these uh, verses that I have read to you as part of the faith process. In order to be able to be understand spiritual warfare, you do need to have the Word of God embedded in your spirit. You need to receive. The Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. So I want to say a prayer for all those who might be struggling right now with a, a, a battle, attack, no matter at what level, a, a spiritual, a family, a personal, uh, a relationship, a financial attack, whatever area of your life you might be going through a spiritual attack, a spiritual battle, I want to pray for you. That's how I want to close this podcast by praying in the name of Jesus for deliverance. And I want you, if you're there, you heard this to open up your heart and let the Holy Spirit reach down wherever you're at. Dear God, we want to thank you for your word. We want to thank you for giving us your word as you have promised God. There would be a light to our path. It would bring faith to our lives. We thank you for it. Now we ask you, God, as we come to close, to ask you, God, that you extend thy loving and merciful hand upon those who are listening to this podcast. They are in a spiritual battle. They are struggling with some kind of spiritual warfare, whether it be personal, family, whether it be in any area. Right now, in the name of Jesus, God, I'm asking you, God, to give them wisdom and clarity so they could see that you have the, given them the authority to resist. You have given them the power to God become victorious. Whatever battle they're dealing with. In the name of Jesus Christ. I ask you God for every family. Every person that's listening. Those who might be sick. That are dealing with a spiritual battle in sickness of health. Uh, that you extend your healing hand. And we will give you the honor and the glory, God. As you have done it many times, God. Whoever right now is, God, reaching out to you right now as they listen to this prayer. A prayer of deliverance, God. God, you have said that you have sent us to give, release the captives. 
to gather, they give deliverance to those who are oppressed. In the name of Jesus, God, I ask that your word become Rema, become alive in the hearts of those who have heard it. And we ask for deliverance and wisdom and knowledge, God, to become con conquerors, more than conquerors, victorious in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray and we ask God to touch every single person, every single family that might need a touch right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Make sure that you share and like. We are starting. This is uh, an episode that I believe is going to be uh, have two or three other parts. But for today, I just want to thank you and ask you to continue to listen to the Talks of the Cross. I want to thank my producer, Aaron Michael Shimano, who has been uh, faithfully recording. And we ask you to continue to pray for the Cross Point Church. We are launching a, a new era and this assignment that God has given us here in the state of Arizona. And we ask you to continue to pray for us as we pray for you. May God bless you. The Talks at the Cross closes. <music>